Amazing, astounding, sensational, remarkable you, it's you, it's you. Amazing, astounding, sensational. So this movie went from, oh, this is interesting, to, okay, what the hell, to, oh, I figured it out, to, no, I didn't, to, fuck this movie here at movie garbage we saw fantasy island and welcome to uh to our second episode ever of movie garbage i am your pseudo host ed bobinchek and of course is the one the only matthew lewis oh it's lame boss he's lame <laughs> what? what tattoo sketch for the plane uh, i said it like five times you didn't get catch that i did well, i did not catch them in these things apparently yeah like the the plane the plane boss is what like tattoo says at the beginning of every episode of fantasy island Wait, I never seen the, the show. Are you oh, serious? That's right. I never saw the show. You never saw the, the original with Ricardo Montalban and um, what's his name, uh, the uh, little person actor. Who, I like, did not did the tattoo. Who played tattoo? I, and then you never watched the uh, '90s reboot with Malcolm McDowell as Mr. I Lork. have not seen any of these, but that does make sense. I just looked this up here. I uh, did notice uh, some TV shows, and that's why when you started saying that, I. I'm like, oh shit. Okay, now I get what I'm. Yeah, missed. yeah. What the hell is his name? Uh, I don't know. Oh, stuff. And, uh, well. My notes are still valid for that. When I run at the end, I'm surprised you didn't know. Yeah, I'm we never talked about it. Yeah, you didn't know there was a show, the old TV series, uh, Fantasy Island. I did not. I, I started seeing some of some of the reviews I was looking at here. Oh yeah, they're all like, oh, I thought it was good as yeah, because like yeah, it was, it was very shitty compared to the, the original show's concept was literally uh, Rourke and Tattoo would be on the island. Some people would fly in on a plane. They'd be like, welcome to Fantasy Island, and then they would live out of fantasy, and of course it would turn out poor, and they'd leave having learned a lesson. And now it was pretty much an episodic thing of like the. Okay, that, I mean, that makes sense when it was kind of like they're like, oh, well, we're trying to learn our lessons now. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very dumb, and the, the show was very good. Or not, well, it was all over the place. But we saw, and now it's not Fantasy Island, it's Bloomhouse's Fantasy Island, as it is all over, <laughs> trademarked all over the place. Uh, yeah. Though I did write, first off, by the way, my, my or at the very end of the movie, we find out that it's Tattoo is the. Uh, yeah. What was his character's name? Actual Brax. name? Brax. Brax. Weaver. I feel bad because I didn't never caught that name properly, so I just wrote Bra- Asian. No, jeez, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get canceled his, on our second it, episode. <laughs> it, it, it made it like bold caps because I started writing bold at the end of this film. Uh, I wrote his bad ink, quote unquote, was the word tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> That's not Oh my god, that's yeah, dumb, a, but that's not like the worst. It's dumb to you, but like, yeah, having known that the main like the main thing is Rourke's sidekick is named Tattoo, and I'm pretty sure it's spelled like not like that, like the word Tattoo, I'm pretty sure it's spelled like T-A-T-U or something like that. It's like extra fuck you to the audience <laughs> at the end of this movie. I mean, <laughs> the, the whole film is a fuck yeah, you to uh, the audience. It's very, very silly, very stupid and bad. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is my, I saw it for the second time. And then, uh, he literally just pulled in here, got a drink of water, and started recording, so oh, yeah. Uh, we, yeah, I, I just saw this for the first time, and it was not good. <laughs> it was very, Not good. It was very, very stupid. Uh, but like, yeah, it was a very dumb movie, and it was very, no, I don't know if it was fun to watch, it was fun to watch the second time, because... If you've seen the movie, you know that there are about fucking five, ten twists at the end, consecutively so one many. after the other, one yes. after the other. Uh, there's a day, there's a Deus Ex Machina at the end, right? Oh, That's a Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, it, yeah, literally, there was. 
It was very, yeah, very last minute nonsense. And it was, uh, watching it with all that knowledge of the wolf, it was like, oh, okay, they actually, oh, this is pretty airtight. That makes sense. This still is dumb. That's, that doesn't make any sense. It, it was like a weird perspective seeing it for the second time. <laughs> I got some of the stuff here and there. Like, uh, there's a lot of blood drips randomly. Like, when they first start their oh, fantasies. It's not, it's, not, it's not blood, it's uh, the dark water. Wait, well, I thought it was oh, blood yeah, yeah, at yeah, first. Yeah. I wrote blood drip, and I wrote that on my notes because they, they framed it so much. It's like, yeah, okay, that's clear. This is clearly important. <laughs> like, yeah, very, very loud, overly like, sounded drip, up. Drip, 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 drip. drip, drip I mean, that's like, oh my Every God. other scene. <laughs> Every other scene. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, Fantasy Island. Uh, Michael Pena is Mr. Orca this time. I don't know if he's as good as Ricardo Montalban or uh, Michael McDowell. But... Uh, because I've seen them, especially more recently, all I saw was Louise. Uh, dude, honestly, watching it, like, um, knowing the... I gotta look up the actor who plays him. I forgot his name. But, like, um, oh, uh, Villachese is his last name. Is it Peter Villachese? You went the original? Yeah, the little uh, little person who was, like, also um, Knickknack in um, uh, James Bond. He was, like, a, a famous actor. But, like, yeah, I thought that Michael Pena would, made a, would have made a much, much better uh, tattoo <laughs> than Mr. Rourke, which was a very weird choice. He I would say though he did an all right job. He was a good, he was a good actor, yeah. But I'm saying like physically, he looks more like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> he was. Which is, I just, it's you know, I just, I just saw Louise. That's all I could think of when yeah, I saw. And, him. Yeah, and then if you are bring him to Louise, he's not nearly as funny or charismatic as Louise's character. In, in oh the yeah, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I'm gonna say uh, Blumhouse. How familiar are you with the dead? I'm bit. I know they make a lot of like lower yeah. budget horror films. Yes, yeah. tons and tons of low yeah. budget horror films. And, and I, I believe didn't they do the original Paranormal Activity? Uh, yeah, and the Purge series, Get Out, Insidious series. Wait, they did get? They produced Get Out? Oh yeah. Oh damn. Uh, they. Wait. I think they also did. Uh, they may have also did. Um, uh, what the hell? They, the, the second one. The um, Us. Us and I don't know, but Upgrade, which I liked, really was really. I haven't good. seen that one. The new Halloween. Oh, that was them. Yeah. Surprise, oh damn. Right? I never they, finished that film. Yeah, Split, apparently. <laughs> happy Death Day and Happy oh, Death Day to you. Yeah, I, I know a Blum, Blumhouse, and I, you're telling me these names, I'm like, oh, damn, I thought they did more indie or lower budget stuff, but this is some big ones. They started out like, yeah, they gave like a random, like a couple thousand dollars who made um, Paranormal Activity, and then those made, you know, for them millions and millions, and with those they made more higher budget, but not always better quality horror movies. <laughs> but I will, I'll say, like, bad or good, I appreciate when studios yeah. make more French stuff, like... I like their stuff. Yeah, they have all yeah, the good, it, weird... And... Over the top. Like, this film was... Honestly, I think the biggest problem was it wasn't horror enough. Oh, absolutely not. No. Like, for a horror franchise... It was PG-13. Which, like, yeah. you know, you'll hear people railing all the time against... Like, uh, Bloomhouse is probably specifically at the top peak of it, but, like, the rise of PG-13 horror movies... Which, um, have, like, they've been a thing for, like, the past, like, over past decade, like, the past two decades, probably, like, just to get more teens into the theaters and make them PG-13, which means there's less blood and less gore okay and less, like, that. overt, like, shocks or violence or anything like that. Which, like, people, I, I'm, yeah, I'm a fan of, like, old school horror movies. I love the shitty, cheesy 90s horror movies, which were yeah. just a lot of blood and, like, barely any character. Oh, yeah, Dead Alive? <laughs> yeah. I can oh, no, that's a good one. for the Lord! <laughs> that's a good movie. <laughs> but, like, yeah, th- th- this movie was also PG- PG-13. There was no, like, which... real blood, blood. There was no cussing stuff. Yeah. They got their one fuck at the end with the fuck this, I fuck the fantasy other or whatever. Yeah. So, I don't I have no problem with the rating either. It just, it wasn't a horror. It felt no, like, no, no. it was, it was more drama suspense. It was more to, like, Shutter Island. Yeah. Kind of just drama than a, like an actual horror film. Yeah, which is like the people were talking about when this movie was first announced. When I first saw the trailer, I was like, what the fuck? Because like, like I, even though Ed's not, I was vaguely familiar with the show because I know it was a very cheesy 
80s and 70s show of like, oh, this fancy guy in a white suit's just like, oh, welcome to Venice Island. And then you live out some like, you know, so it was very goofy and like over the top like all those 80s and 70s shows were. But um, they just chose to make this a horror movie, which the series was not horror. And everyone who around it was just like, whoa, they're making a horror movie out of that? That's, that's weird as hell. Why would they make that a horror movie? And well, like, they shouldn't. Yeah, it was, they should not have made the horror or they should have, Yeah, or they should have done it a better job and made it more scary. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was there not was, scary at all. There was, yeah, there wasn't scares. Was, I mean, there, so there was one jump scare early on, but yeah, that was yeah. about it. And some of those images of the ghost people were kind of creepy. Yeah, they had like very basic, basic bitch jump scares. I mean, this, this was like baby's first, you yeah. know. This is like... It was like a thriller. Oh, I'm, I'm making my... Okay, I've got extra money, so I'm going to turn my house into a little Halloween-themed yeah. maze or something like yeah. that. Actually, when I was growing up, there was a house at the end of our street, and it was a bunch of college kids, and they would always have... I always remember them. I loved them. But they, and they, you know, have all these yeah. actors, and they have a little maze, and, you know, you'd reach into, you know, Jello or spaghetti for whatever yeah. kind of candy and stuff. And it was cool, but it was never like, oh, I'm super creepy. It was like, oh, this is all fine. Yeah. That's what they would felt like more yeah, so. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely not. It was like a like a, a thriller that had, uh, like, post-production jump scares put into it. Yes. It would have made a, it would have been a lot better if they played it as a straight-up drama. Straight-up drama or straight-up horror. Yeah. They, yeah, they could have, yeah, they should have done a lot better. I, I can't imagine, like... Like, even for the PG-13, get more teens in. I can't imagine teens giving a shit enough to see this fucking movie. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> They're not going to make their money kids, back. <laughs> the kids are not going to want to see it. And yeah. the adults don't want to see it. Cause, yeah, and it's... fans of the show are going to be annoyed and pissed about it. Oh, so... I mean, if I was a fan of the show, I'm, sh- I'm sure I would be pissed. I've yeah. never seen the show. I can guarantee I would be pissed. I don't miss so much. <laughs> uh, so, should we get into this film? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. So, let's see. Well, first of all, I, do, I wrote this down. Um, my notes are really weird. because Yeah, yeah, you took you like notes in a dark theater. Yeah, well, in a dark theater... And doing it in the first scene, it was like pitch black. <laughs> I wrote the first thing I wrote down was Jeff Wadlow, just because I thought that last name was funny. Wadlow, yeah. <laughs> Wadlow. Take uh, that how you will. Um, so yeah, so it's opened up. It's super dark. It's at night. There's a world, a girl getting chased through the woods, and she goes to this house, and a, a phone call. You know, she answers, and yeah, she's like, just from some weird people in masks yeah, at so, this point. Yeah, she's not from some people. Yeah, and it's like, uh, I need help, and it, the voice is like, well, you're, you know, okay, whatever her name was. This, uh, I think this, they said her name. Okay, I don't. They said it. Yeah, I think they said it then. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I said the name, but it's like, uh, you know, it's like, how do you know my name? You're my guest. And she's ripped from underneath yeah. and uh, cut to the uh, the beach. Yeah. It's super sunny and bright. And I was actually confused at first. I'm like, is this the same house? Like, oh, no, I, wait, Gwen's, I thought, a, Gwen's um, Maggie Q's character. Her name was, I don't even know what the hell that blonde lady's name was. Yeah, yeah Gwen's, uh, Gwen's Maggie I Q. I don't remember it either. She, I just wrote down this bully. Sloan. I, oh, I guess Sloan. that was a spoiler, huh? Yeah. Was Sloan? It Sloan? Yes, it does sound right. Yeah, because she called. Yeah, because um, yeah. M- uh, Melody called her Sloan a bunch. Yeah. Um, so it cuts the woman to the beach, and I, I was confused because I'm like, is this a fantasy that would happen for this woman? She's dead. Like, what the hell's happening? And then she's the same house. I'm thinking, what is the same house going to be here? Yeah, and uh, you hear what she says when she uh, they see the them arriving. Oh, the plane, the plane, and then she runs to Mr. Work and says, "Boss, the plane's here." And it's like, oh, hey. Oh, that was Julie. Yeah. Yeah. Reference a tattoo. There. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the I wrote, famous line for Fantasy Island. One of the, the first things I uh, I wrote down here quotes was uh, so they get off. The, you, there's you meet some of the characters, and it took me a while to figure out there were five of them. By the way, yeah, first I, I wrote, remember all of them. <laughs> well, at first I wrote down Patrick and Gwen, and then there was contest winners. There was two women and one man. And then I saw the other two party bros, and I saw three men. But one of the first lines I wrote down was, "This place doesn't suck, yo." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so this place doesn't suck. 
Uh, pretty, pretty premature there, buddy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, what was it? Uh, they got off the plane. They're all like, we see the two uh, brothers. <laughs> the yes, brothers. Hey, yeah, he's my bro. That's my brother. Hey, hello, my brother's here. Yeah, we're brothers. Hello. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah, they're establishing that very close. <laughs> they're like, you know, use high five, bro. Like high fives. I wrote that down. Oh, I wrote that down. That's my truly is weird. <laughs> no service line, whatever. And then Mike, you see a shot of Michael Rooker in the woods. Yeah, just like creepily standing in the woods. And uh, this is what I wrote down my favorite line of the movie five seconds in. When she's like, when they, uh, the bros high five again and say, thanks brother, yeah, don't worry brother. And then like, she's like, um, are you guys high five all the time? And they're like, all the time. And I like, high five yes. every single time. I wrote that down. Like, yes. line I, of the movie. I like, bros, I think high five was, was far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. All the time. Um, oh yeah, so... They get into the rooms. This opening is kind of, it's odd. I I didn't like it as much. I guess it's not my bottom of the barrel moment. That that comes much oh, later. There's a lot, yeah, there's a lot to be a there's a lot of this. there's a lot of contenders for that, and it's this, a lot of hard yeah. for the others. But like this is what I meet. Uh, they, so they kind of all come in. There's the the five main characters. Uh, besides, so yeah, there's Louise as Mr. Rourke. There's Julia. <laughs> Louise as Mr. Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's Julie who's in and out. It's important and is not. Um, but the five five guests that come in. So there's there, there's two women and three men. There's the two party bros. Yeah. J D and Brax. J D and Brax. Um, J D is white. Brax is Asian. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are brothers though. Don't forget they that are brothers. brothers. <laughs> they are brothers. I guess basically. I guess uh, their parents got married when yeah. they were bo- after they were born. Yeah, they were brothers. Because I I wrote down I wrote it down somewhere, didn't I? Yes, they address the brothers. They make a racist jokes about it. Of course, it's um, funny. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're very big party bros and everything. Yeah, to Patrick, the most forgettable character in this movie. Yes, he is very forgettable. <laughs> he very much fades into the background whenever he's not on screen. So he yeah, he's boring. this big. I wrote at first it like buff guy. He's this bigger buff guy. He's got yeah. dog tags on. Yeah. Um. Very basically generic. Um, white guy, generic white guy, yes, one hundred percent. He was a very generic, like, very forgettable man. Yes. So then you had two women, uh, but this had, one, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. The other two women are there's Melody, right? Melanie, yeah. There's Melanie. So uh, she's this shorter girl, yeah, very, yeah. very, you know, was it, who she played by? She's played by Lucy Hale, who I know from Pretty Little Liars. She's one of the main characters in that. And I, I, I know the name. It's, uh, it's see, she's been a, she, uh, well, she's in a bunch of stuff. Wait, so I might be the hail, though. So. Yeah, uh, if you know the Katie Keene show. I blah, do not. Blah, blah, Sister of the Traveling Pants. Never seen it. No uh, of it. Well, Scream 4, uh, Truth or Dare. She's in Truth or Dare. I, we, we, tried we, saw, we saw that bad the knockoff one with the exact same name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, oh, no, no. Boy, uh, Scream 4, she's like in the beginning for like a second. Oh. But no, she, uh, yeah, Pretty sure, Little I might have seen her in something. Pretty but... Little Liars is the main thing that I know her so, from, and actually, uh, she's yeah, actually really good at that. She's actually really, I, I, I'll I say, like, yeah, in high, like, with the, the uh, overarching ability to know the twist and having seen the movie before, I think she does a good job in the movie. I think she does. And honestly, I don't think any of the actors did a bad job. They're like, all, they're all, like, uh, competent actors. I was going to say, yeah. JD, Ryan Hansen, who I know and love from um, Veronica Mars and Party Down. Never seen either. Uh, well, <laughs> he's, the worst. he's great in those. That's fine. I watch way too much shit, dude. <laughs> oh, I know. All right, so yeah, so you got Melanie. She's a shorter girl. She's very flirty. She's yeah, very, very fun having. <laughs> alcoholic. Tons and tons of drinking. But you can tell, like, she's she's there. She's meant to have fun. She, yep. She's like, I'm in for whatever. Um, and then you have Gwen. Mm-hmm. She's a taller woman. What did I write down about her? Uh, I think. Yeah. Taller, um, serious woman. Yeah, something like that. I think Maggie I was... Q. 
Uh, one guy's Duggan, Action Brothers. From, I know from Nikita, and yeah. also from uh, hashtag shout out to Action Tomb Bro. She voices Wonder Woman in Young Justice. Oh, shit. But yeah, Mission Impossible yeah. 3, she was a love interest. Oh. Yeah, yeah she, so Gwen is a taller woman, you know, very serious, like, she's kind of confused, and everyone kind of figuring out what's going on. When, yeah, Fantasy Island, how does it work? Oh, right, when Mr. Work comes out, you know, they think they're being drugged or whatever. Yeah. Mr. Work comes out, and he he's like, oh, here's... Um, what he has there's two rules here. There's a, one fantasy per guest, mm-hmm. and it must play up to the end, no matter what. Yeah, those are your two rules here. Yeah, remember those. <laughs> um, so, uh, so meanwhile, like this is at kind of the, what evening I want to say. Yeah, it's like, the yeah. time is very weird because it'll come between a lot one of person who is in the morning and then another person who is at night when later on. Yes, when yeah, it gets especially going. With, with the brothers because so the Patrick and the two girls got their rooms and like you know it's like fancy start in the morning. Well. Turns out that uh, the other two bo- guys, the party bros, get to- theirs tonight. Yeah. So they get walking through the jungle to this big house party. And yeah. Oh, we forgot about a, a, a and- very uh, minor scene with uh, Gwen going to her bathroom and having a jump scare of some weird oh, yeah. person. Was it? Was that was, the guy from the end? I, I think that was the weird burn yeah, 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 yeah. thing. And from that like- dumb twist at the end, yeah. Yes. But yeah, like at the end, they're like, hey, bro, we don't have a party. Hey, you listen to my brother. My brother says he's have a party. Yeah, my bro says we don't have a room yet. It's just like, yeah. then they get taken around to according to like, your fantasy starts now. And, and there's a big party. Yeah, their one their fantasy was that they wanted everything. Yes, uh, I did wrote that you did get the creepy burn ghost there. Yeah, it's, yeah. the ghost is like a burn. It's really weird, like burn and and flaky skin. It was really weird. Yeah, you don't know who the hell that was. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so their fantasy is to have it all. They just said yep. what their fantasies are. There's just to have it all. So they have this huge party, and uh, you find out also that Brax is gay. Yeah. Because yeah. it's 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 not hamfisted at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, don't like, worry. I, don't I told wanna... them you're gay, and then like here's some sexy men. And he's just like, that's oh, dumb. I don't want that. I love sexy men. <laughs> you know, he's like, I don't want like sexy men. Yeah. I like sexy men and weed. Yeah. The, I want to say like just thinking back having watch the movie like what the I, I, anything else about his character I can't even remember because but him JD and Brax are the comic relief of this movie they are very much comic relief yeah they're Do but, they are competently funny enough but I can't say anything much about the per- like um JD's overtly broy. I can say that about his personality. Yeah. But they didn't really give Brax much. They did. I mean, <laughs> besides just like his brother shouting out, "He's gay," and then him saying, "I like men." Yeah, <laughs> they the, didn't really give the much big, of a character. Like, so it kind of had a little bit because trying to cut through the exact scene to for scene of this film. We're I'm, gonna probably, be, I'm probably just gonna go overarching uh, fantasies, and then when they cross over, we'll hit them. Yeah. Probably. So let's keep talking about these two guys. So let's yeah. talk about the party. So yeah. So they wake up in the morning, and this is actually my uh, cream of the crop scene. Oh yeah. I thought. The party scene and then the morning after were really good. I thought these were the most genuine mm. scenes. And even though they fell out of place, I thought they worked well. So they have this party. They wake up. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, how was your guy last night? And Brax yeah. is like, oh, yeah, he was. I was surprised he could walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we find out that uh, JD has uh, an well, ex-girlfriend. He, yes, well, we find out he slept with Chastity. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, ironic. The name is purely ironic. Uh. And uh, <laughs> apparently he has an ex named Jenny who yeah. he really cares about, but... Um, you find out that they had, like, they lived together still because the brothers lived together. Brax was basically disowned by his family yeah. when he came out. So they yep. kind of support each other. Yep. And I thought that was a nice scene. I thought in this weird movie of all this weird shit going on, <laughs> it was the most genuine scene. Yeah, and it wasn't, right. it wasn't overly dramatic. A soul was felt lighthearted. And I was just, it was, for me, it was my uh, cream of the crop moment. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, after that, they find out. You know, they talk about each other. They talk about how like uh, JD is like pushing his girl, pushing his girlfriend away because his brother was living with him. It was very weird, yeah. like, offhandedly, but it was a very nice scene. And Brax is even like, "Listen, along. bro, I don't want to." St- and this actually comes back later on. So yeah. I don't want to uh, take over your life. 
you know, I'll move out. You know, yeah. you don't let me hold you back anymore. Yeah. And it's it's a shame that never. I mean, it does pay off, but it doesn't. But like, like I said, that that scene for me was just the best. Yeah, it was the best. They, they, they it's kind of doesn't really. I mean, like they go to the the next morning. Is this when they? Oh, they go back into the house the next morning. And they yeah. start exploring the house. Yeah, and they find a panic, a panic room. room. Like, yeah. well, first they come out in these these matching suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write that. <laughs> Bro. I mean, I could go through my notes, but at this point, it's gonna be difficult. Yeah, because we're going through we're going through actual. Yeah, I wrote notes down. Yeah, as which a, by the way, I got how, better at, at writing in the dark theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were like no more only only a couple times writing over other words. Yeah, only a few. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be difficult looking through those notes because we are going to be going like staying with somebody for a while. So, right. um, but yeah, we uh, yeah. yeah they come out matching silver like shiny suits. <laughs> Another bro high five. Yep. And then they, uh, the they see room. like, oh, Panic Room. This might be that Jodie Foster movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know what? They usually have like a, a thing of like the garage with a bunch of guns, and they go down to the garage, to the game room, and then they've got a fucking armory with yeah. grenades, a huge shotgun, <laughs> shotgun. Guns, grenades, we don't forget about those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, a rocket launcher, we find out later. <laughs> yeah, they do, yeah. Um, so they actually pull up a grenade, and uh, he pulls the pin. He's like, hey, remember, if you pull the pin, then, you know, boom. Yeah, we got to explain it for all the, uh, what, two-year-olds in the audience, how a grenade works. <laughs> exactly. But then they have an idea, and they put the grenade in the little, lo- in a little like, tennis ball launcher, and yeah. fire out to the ocean, and boom. <laughs> yeah, it's And that actually is heard by someone else, and that tired's tying in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but we'll find out that... Um, that that's showing us that they are hundred percent real. Like the grenades are real; they do work. Just so, just in case you did, like they're not real because of the Fantasy Island. Uh, yes. Do you want to cut to something else right now? Or do you want to keep going with their thing? Because um, well, let's cut to theirs because there's a point where we can really cut off from them. Okay. So they're you know they're partying, they're enjoying it, doing their drugs and stuff. And they see them. the camera room, and all of a sudden they see like there's a lot of bodyguards, and I'm and I actually wrote down. Um, Let's see, Armory. Oh, yeah, so it has to be seem like it's a rich mob fantasy. I don't fully know what it was, but that's basically what happens. Yeah, I, was like, so, uh, I saw another review compare it to uh, Bedazzled. You see that movie? I have not. Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's the same thing, basically. A devil's, like, uh, fucking with Brendan Fraser, like, making all his fantasies come through. At uh, one time, he says, I want to be rich and famous. And so, like, they make it, he's like, oh, I'm rich and famous. It's great. And then he realizes he's, uh, like, a Colombian drug lord. And he gets raided by, like, some bad dudes and some cops. And it's like, okay, that is basically this entire, like, setup, but, like, done much more funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, um, yeah. yeah. so they, so all it's of a sudden, like, yeah. it's like. They never explain how. They say, people, oh, he's the person who owned the house before. And then, like, yeah. they're, they're partying and they're sitting around. And then, like, suddenly, oh. Alejandro. That's right, they're, they're all sitting around this little, like, thing talking. I was like, oh, look, laser pointer. Boom. Yeah. And then, like, Alejandro, <laughs> Alejandro just gets yeah. shot directly in the head. Yeah, and they, like, they hear gunshots all the way off in the distance. And they're like, oh, the panic room, we gotta get out of here. And then they all, like, run up to the room and, they, uh, they try to call. They, they try uh, to call Mr. Rourke. Yeah, Chastity and the rest of the models go into the panic room while JD and Brax stay outside. Call Mr. Rourke, saying, "Mr. Rourke, something's going wrong here. It's it's crazy." And he He's wrote. Like, oh. He wrote. I wrote this about too. Um, oh yeah, people who want it all have it all, but others sometimes want it. Yeah. So and then the panic room closes on them because, of course, yeah. fuck those models. <laughs> yeah, which, those weren't real, right? All they those people. Well, yeah. When you find out the nature of the island, it is very confusing. Like who's physically really there and who isn't i mean i would think that they wouldn't be because i think the only physically real people are rourke uh and the five guests or six six people on the island. I, I had a little seven uh, rourke's uh, uh, uh what's his name um, oh michael rooker yeah. oh yeah I, I didn't mention michael rooker is in this film he keeps creeping around in the in the bushes yeah. staring at people from the shadows really really weirdly yeah so um, uh this is when we go to... They run to the panic room. They try to call Rook. He yeah. doesn't go out. The people and, come in. And they surrender immediately. They surrender immediately. Yep. And this is when we see the three people. We have like a clown skull mask person, a, a regular skull mask, and a devil skull mask. 
Devil's Scum Mask takes off to reveal one of my favorite actors, Kim Coates, the main bad guy. Huh, I wondered who that was. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Prison Break, he's one of the main villains in that. I gotta see that film. Also, um, oh, some of the show, the show Prison Break. Uh, oh. But yeah, Resident Evil Afterlife. He was I the, remember that one. It, well, it's the one where they're all trapped inside of that building in the middle of the zombie city, but then he's he's the classic standard guy who was bitten and is hiding it because he's a scumbag. Oh, boy. <laughs> but so. yeah, he's been in a... Also, Sons of Anarchy, he's a main character in that. But I, he's, a, he's an actor who I really so. like. He also yeah. looks like a crazy evil person. So. He does. And uh, so they, they interrogate him, like, where's the money and the drugs? You yeah. know, you, kill, you guys took it over, and now we want our shit back. Yeah, yeah. And so they come up with a plan to basically get them down. So Brax... So the the threatening to cut off JD's hand. He's like, oh no, that's the money's in the garage. Yeah. So t- they take Brax down there. He's able to, you know, go. They go down. Yeah, he's yeah. able to get into the armory and he kills one of the dudes. Yeah, they're rushing to the whole plot, but who cares? I mean, it's a cool thing. I, yeah. I, you know, what, honestly, I'll say right now, saying it like this as one consecutive thing makes it a lot more interesting. It <laughs> than, does. Than I mean, cutting between everyone's and things. And that was the problem, I think, too, with this film. Like, there's there were such big gaps. Like yeah. when they surrender and when they get interrogated, there's a huge gap of a lot of things happening yeah. in between. There. It's almost like if it was an episodic show following one person's fantasy going wrong, would have been a lot better. <laughs> yeah, heck, it was, it was. Yeah, it really would have. If it was um, only a show from the '70s and '80s and was rebooted in the '90s. Oh, well. <laughs> yep. So yeah, so he gets a grenade, he's able to threaten everyone, he's like, yeah, we're gonna go and take him back, yeah, and he starts walking, and now we gotta cut, because that we're gonna get someone else's face. Yeah, he's holding the bad guys hostage with, a, uh, uh, Brax is holding the bad guys hostage with a grenade. Yes. So yeah. why don't we go to Patrick next, because he kind of runs into the, he, he runs into that fantasy. This one before anybody else's? Yeah. Cause, yes. Yeah, we'll figure out who to do last, because the last two are important too, but. Yeah. Yeah, we see Patrick, the most boring person, has the most ridiculous fantasy. <laughs> yes. Uh, so his, his quick little backstory is he was a cop. He was a cop. Yeah, we find he's telling um, uh, uh, this was Melanie. Uh, yeah, this was he's telling Melanie. Off. Yeah, while they're still their fantasies have not started yet, he's talking to Melanie about. Yeah, like, oh, he wanted to be. He wanted to enlist, but his mom wouldn't let him, so he became a cop, tried to get that same thing. I can't imagine she would have been happy about that. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, he came to basically to play army because yeah. he never got to and. Yeah. He says, I, I've never got to enlist, so I just wanted to. Now, like, framing it like that, like, he was just, like, a chicken hawk who never was really into the army, but always invested and wanted to be in the army, was, uh, which I've re- I recently found out. <laughs> but, like, he was, he wanted to be in the army, he never was. And I thought, like, well, don't frame it like that. Frame it like, oh, I would love to, like, you know, like, I, it, it, it seems more, like, stupid that he would want to, like, play in the army, but, like, he frames it as he really would want to be there, and so when it actually really happens, it's like, oh, this is what I expected. But it's actually a pretty interesting setup. He, he actually had one of the more interesting storylines. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, so, honestly, I like the conceptually. I really like the uh, the setting of it and what happens in it. I was like, that would have made a, that would make a really cool like movie on its own. Yeah, but yeah. So he gets so he gets taken to the jungle and he's dressed up in army gear and these guys come up to him and they don't believe that he's in the army. So he's captured and he's taken like, yeah. to the commander. Yeah, he's like, hey, you guys, well, you guys are taking this really seriously. They uh, put him in handcuffs. Yes. And he's like, hey, oh, yeah. you guys are really everyone, dedicated. Everyone thinks that these are actors or yeah. holograms. It's Call of Duty time. He says when he jumps out yeah. of the truck. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they, they take him to his commander, and he's like, wait, who the fuck are you? How the fuck? Well, you can't be him. What the fuck? Yeah, he's like, and it's really he's nebulous. The he's the LT. Well, it turns out that this lieutenant is his father. Who died presumably in the 90s, they hint at. Well, he says, well, he hasn't seen him in 27 years. Yeah, but he also, yeah, he hints at, um, so yeah, so been the Days 90- and Confused would have just came out. So yeah. you, you can go around the pond and that came out. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was the 80s, though. I, no, I... Pretty sure. But yes, it's Jason because uh, so they're in. So that what happens? Is, what happened to his dad was his dad got killed saving oh, 93. his ninety three. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so twenty seven years. 
There you go. <laughs> ah, they, hey, good on the movie. They got a good fact there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they, uh, and actually, I'll, I'll say, um, Christine coming up is going to be my air freshener here. Coming mm, up soon. Same, yeah. So you find out that he, um, you know, he's like, you're my dad. You died. Yeah, he's you like know. telling in front of like everyone. He's like. Uh, the, they were talking in separate. I, before, um, when he's on the beach and he meets him, he's like, he's like freaking, he's like, hey, this isn't funny. Rourke, where are you, Rourke? And they're just like, hey, keep it down. Keep it down, prisoner. Yeah. And then they start getting fired at. He gets shot in the shoulder and realizes, oh, this is real. I yes. could literally die. I'm in the middle of a war zone right now, and I'm seeing my dad who died 27 years ago. So uh, he passes out. He wakes up the next day, and the guy's like, "Why do you have a picture of me and my son? Why does your wallet, your ID, say that uh, your name is my son's name?" And he says, "I'm your son. You're like I haven't seen you in 27 years." And they, he's like, he goes over his nickname and how he proves that he's him and he knows who he is. And he's like, "How is this possible?" He's like, "I'm on an island where anything can happen, and I, I, I'm just sent, I'm sent here. You know, that you die tomorrow." Or you yeah. die from a grenade in Venezuela, and that says, Venezuela, yes. we're going there tomorrow. Right. Yeah, and this is like, it's like freaking out about you. Like, oh, you sacrificed yeah. for your team, and it's that's like, what are you talking about? That's crazy. This is actually my air freshener, yeah, because the, the, he kind of goes away. He's like, yeah, basically, I'm leaving. I ain't going to die. Yeah, he's, he's like, no, you like, leave. And he's trying to convince him, like, no, you know, y- you're, you're a hero. A hero. Yeah. Like, those men die if you don't go say, you're not with them. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And I, I thought this was, I ironically enjoy it, because it's like, I like the scene with the brothers, because it felt. It felt it worked well. Yeah. This one did feel ham fisted, so I get and there's no real funny moment in this film. Like there's no like oh ha ha I'm, I'm enjoying this. Well, the same way we did last time. Yeah, we there, were just there's dying. something ironic that I'll enjoy in this movie but because it's just. I, I just again it was, it was another it was another moment that I guess you know the 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 sentiment behind it worked even though it didn't as well. So I guess I unironically yeah, yeah, like yeah. it. So it was it was a breath of fresh air, mm-hmm. especially because, you know, he's basically back twenty seven years ago, reliving his father's yeah, his raid. father's last day, which is a really a really, really cool concept of like exactly. being able to go into the past and interact with somebody from the your parents even who passed away from the past. That's like a crazy cool thing to think about. Yeah. But uh yeah, he convinces his dad after they fight in some water to not run away and to stick with the group. They're going to save some hostages and we uh, follow their group as they go, and they arrive at, at the, the party house. Yeah, the party house mansion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where, yeah, they arrive there, and they and like they go, and they see he sees um, uh, uh, Brax. Brax, who has hid himself behind one of the masks with the grenade. Which uh, I'll say something about that. Yeah, he put on the mask. He's like, they all know it's me. You're wearing the same suit that yeah, you wore before, your, your bro. Yeah, bright blue silver, your bright blue uh, what uh, they silver pants. Switched, and, <laughs> switched and also shrunk two feet. <laughs> yeah, how are they not going to know it's you? Yeah, it's very obvious. But um, yeah, they he sees the grenade. He says, "Put the grenade down." And he says, "What the heck, jo- uh, Joe? What the fuck?" I can't, Patrick. I, Patrick, I already forgot his name. He's so boring. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he turns like, like um, Jay Brax is like Patrick, and he takes his mask off and they're like, "Hey, it's me." He's like, "What are you doing here in my fantasy? What are you doing here in my fantasy?" And this is when the uh, Kim Coates grabs the grenade and they start wrestling and they fight. The, it's a very, yeah. Yes, the army guys are able to take down the terrorists. While the other army guys go up and save JD who is being held hostage by the uh, other one of the, the yeah. bad guys from the mansion mission. <laughs> yes. And uh, so, yeah, so they can save them all. The, there's a grenade that is held by uh, whatever his name is, the bat, main villain. Yeah, Kim Coates. And he kind of, he like, he's, he's holding it as he's falling, holding the thing down. And right before he hits the ground, Brax catches it yeah. and holds it, and they put the pin back in, and it's oh yay! You yeah, know. the dad survived. The dad survived the mission. Fine. Um, so at this point, 
This is, we can go with this one because it goes on for a little bit longer. Yeah. Actually meet up with everybody else. But uh, yeah, this is, they um, they reunite. They say, oh, you did it. But at the same time, we're seeing all of the people, the um, bad but, guys who have been shot and killed by the soldiers are waking up and getting like, yeah, black well, so water the, dripping out yeah, of their Yeah, the eyes. skull guy up top, he he got killed. They freed JD. And as they leave, you see like gurgling weird black bloodish water stuff yeah. come out. So they're like, oh, we did this, and they're trying to talk, and all of a sudden, JD gets shot in the ch- back and right through the chest, yeah. and he's dead. The only amount of blood in this whole movie, because uh, PG-13, a little mm-hmm. bit of spot of a single bullet hole in his chest, bleeding, and he like, yeah, it's insane. Then all the army guys start opening fire on the uh, the skull mask guys, and they're not dropping because they're like, oh, fuck it, we gotta, we gotta do this fantasy. <laughs> right, like the, but there's all these, like, shit going on. There's, yeah, like, a big crazy, war zone. big shootout. So, so Patrick and Brax run away. Yeah, they make it out while uh, Patrick's father is killed by the Skull People, even though technically he wouldn't be killed anyway, because they're all they're all weird aberrations on the island. Yes. Oh my god. I, do we do we get stuck without them for a while here? Uh, yeah. This is the end of their story until they meet up with everybody else, which is why we now we got to choose: Are we going to go with Melanie first or uh, Gwen first? Oh boy, That's because right. they're both they're both they're crucially both important. But I think I think I think Melanie, go, yeah, Melanie when, when wraps it all up. Right into it. Yeah, so now we are with Melanie who yes. has told Patrick that her fantasy this is really early back when Patrick reveals his fantasy. Where yes. is it to get revenge on a school bully? Which is, like it's very like oh that, that sucks for her. But we find out that she dumped toilet water out of the prime. <laughs> Uh, and then she goes to a therapist. At the prom. I say prime. <laughs> prime. <laughs> no, at the prom. Uh, and then also, like, she was, she was sent to a therapist because of the bullying, and she wrote letters to everyone that she wasn't going to send. The girl posted them all over the place, making yeah, it look terrible. Yeah, stole, she stole them yeah. and then posted them all. Yeah. And, and everyone called her, like, stalker girl Yeah, crazy queen. stalker girl, yeah. Yeah. So and, she, and she goes yeah. into an elevator, blood drip, of course. Of course, of course. And she goes into this, this weird, like... like Saw-looking chamber. Yeah, saw-looking chamber. And then all of a sudden, the bully is there. Yeah, tied, tied up. Tied up. Looking crazy. I mean, looking really bad. Yeah. She looks rough. a lot better later on. She's, like, <laughs> pale and, like, waterlogged. Yeah, she point. looks really roughed up. So uh, she's tied to a chair. And this is when... This is one of the... I'll give this thing um, in retrospect. I don't know if I said this was a ironic scene or... Um, I guess... I don't know if it's ironic, but... Uh, kind of. Oh, yeah, I guess I'll say it's ironic because I'm enjoying it not as you as intended. Seeing it a second time, knowing what where it's going to go with the twist, seeing her set up the phone and using that as a device for why she's doing that, later you find out, and if you know what the twist is, you're like, oh, she's very... At, she's very like over like I'm gonna record everything. Wow, this is a really good hologram. I can't believe this is wow, this is so silly. Oh, this is actually working. I can't believe it. They are really good. And then um, we see her dump water on the girl. We see her, her tase the girl. Yeah, like, tase the girl and shock her. And then she presses another button, and it opens up a video of um, I forgot the girl's name already. Sloane. Sloane uh, cheating on her husband with another man, and then she presses another button. And it, and it does a bunch of commands to yeah. make it open up yeah. and post it to Facebook. Yeah, and also this was like the real Facebook layout, which I was like surprised. I was yeah. like, they allowed that? <laughs> but yeah, she uh, uploads it to Facebook, and send, she's like, okay, sure, Fantasy Island, whatever. And it goes, she's like, this is like, oh, well, she's like, um, overtly, she's like, oh man, this is so silly. Oh, Fantasy Island, I guess, might as well, it's all fake, right? And then she presses it, and it sends, and then it cuts to a third button, I like a, a sixth button. There's a billion buttons, I'm like, how does she know what these buttons, well, they started glowing. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, how does she know what all these buttons do? It's crazy. Yeah. She presses another one, it opens up another camera feed of Sloane's husband. And while this is all happening, we can see Sloane in the chair, can also see all the TV monitors that are showing this. Yeah. Uh, the husband sees the Facebook post. 
And then he like freaks out and he gets a phone call. And he's like talking to Sloane on the phone while this other Sloane is in the chair. It's very bizarre and weird. Yeah, it was very weird. Yeah. Um, so that we kind of wait from them for a while. Cause at oh, this no, no. Point, we, um, at this point, Melody is realized, like, oh, wait. Because he, he mentioned, like, has he been for the past two days? She's like, two days? Oh, oh. That's and, she's, and she suddenly realizes that this is a real person. Yeah. And she's torturing. Yeah, and that is when uh, Dr. Torture guy shows up. Earlier yes. when she was talking to Patrick, she mentioned that she was seeing a therapist who she considered Dr. Torture. Yeah. I, I assume that this giant jacked <laughs> monster man is not under. I mean, but he he's a normally looks old, like he, yeah, he looks like uh, Michael from uh, Shaun, uh, not Shaun of the Dead, a uh, Hot Fuzz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's also got a Deadpool, well, not almost dead, Deadpool, but a uh, stitch up mouth. Yeah, we'll say Wolverine Origins Deadpool. Yes, <laughs> dude peel, <laughs> dude peel, stitched up mouth. Yeah, uh, stapled mouth because she said like she wanted to tor- to staple her doctor's mouth clothes. Uh, but yeah, then like he shows up and he's like ready to like cut off her hands or something, cut off her fingers. He had like a bunch of weird, creepy medical tools. Yeah, he's about to torture her, and she's like, "No, no, stop, stop!" And then she uh, she tricks him by uh, having him get shocked by the tracking prod and then dump water on him, which passes him out. And I'm like, "Well, like, should it, scientifically shouldn't that like kill Sloane too?" <laughs> yeah, that really should. That water could not because he was holding her. Yeah, he was literally had his arm like next to hers, like touching him. He was shocked, so she should have been shocked, and then the water should have just. Said it everywhere, but yeah, but whatever. Sloan's fine. I mean, hey, it's, it's movies, you it's, know, it's movie, movie magic. magic. It's fantasy, <laughs> it's not real. She says a hundred times, exactly. Uh, and then she breaks through the window, freeing Sloan, and says, like, She's like, Meredith, like, it's Melody. And she's like, Oh, what are you doing here? She's like, Um, I was kidnapped too. Let's get you out of here. <laughs> yeah, and they run she, away. Into yeah, the she woods. grabs her phone and they run into the woods. And this is when uh, they're running around for a while. Yep, I wrote that at one point, like, the bully is a bitch. Like, yeah, she's, she's like, she's super still, she's bitchy. still very, yeah, it's, it's, uh, very interesting to show that she's still very much like very shitty and mean to her not knowing who she is it's yeah. very funny uh they she like says oh who, who would kidnap both of us i can't believe we we're kidnapped by the same person i was and probably that weird stalker girl from high school we went, yeah she's yeah. like oh what was her name meredith or something and like, like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a very the, weird scene. it's a very interesting scene yep and the doctor torture comes out of nowhere yeah. and is about to kill sloan when all of a sudden michael rooker comes and stabs it right in the yeah, back with a big machete Big old machete. Yeah, and you're looking crazy. He's like, all right, come with me. And you're like, uh, we should probably go with him. And then Melanie's like, yeah, we should definitely go with him, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, a, it's also, we should mention, like, every time that, like, Dr. Torture guy, like, grabs uh, Sloane, because he seems to single-mindedly be going after Sloane. Yes, he, um, he, I mean, he throws Melanie to the side. Yeah, Mel- yeah. every time they confront Melanie, he's, like, thrown to the side and, like, thrown to the ground. And just like, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's important later. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah they were saved by Michael Rooker. Uh, he takes them to a cave where he shows them that the source of the island's power is oh, a God. weird stone. Now, like I said, I'm tertiarily, like, through just, like, popular uh, culture osmosis, how the show originally worked. But I don't think there was, like, a weird magic crystal in the center of the island making magic happen. I think it was just naturally, like, oh, God. Mr. Rook might be magic or something. Oh, yeah. So Rooker's a PI, and he was told to basically bring him. He had his own fancy twisted. Yeah, his, he was, yeah, was, he was hired to, to try to take it from someone. Yeah, but it's a magic rock that controls the island. And it's connected to the water. Yeah. Uh, all uh, throughout. And then there's a polar bear and a smoke monster. What, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but, like... This is one of the few moments where I was like, oh, God. Yeah. A magic rock. 
Really? Yeah. They, the no, magic like, fucking rock. Yeah, it's very stupid. And this is this movie's like almost overtly a ripoff of Lost, which is not even the concept of Fantasy Island, but still. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, he explains the reason that the it's the magic water. It turns the water black and magic and makes the fantasies happen. That's all the explanation we're going to get. Yeah, that's all you need. Um, and it still makes no sense. Yeah, he puts uh, the water in a They canteen. also find out who each other are. Now, like, Melanie's kind of called out and they kind of yeah. talk and... Yeah, um, Michael Mel- Mel- accidentally, or not accidentally, I don't even know, exposes that Melanie had her brought here because she tortured her. And, like, they have a, for the first actual blow up of Sloan being like, I can't believe all that dumb high school, like, it was just pranks, what are you so pissed off about? And she's like, You ruined my life, and I had to go to therapy and I had to be homeschooled. You literally, like, ruined my life. Yep. And they both refuse to, they, they say sorry to each other. When, Rooker, um, until Rooker's like, hey, you, they, yeah, yeah, you both need to apologize to each other because they go outside, they leave. Yeah, he's got with a plan the, like, a to like, of water. yeah, plan. You got to call some number to get a plane. Yeah, and, we'll get this water off and we'll expose Rook, we'll expose, expose Rook for a, ma- a monster. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. It was weird. I it was a, it was a very elaborate plan. That was like, I don't even know if it was real or not. <laughs> yeah, who knows the fuck? But um, uh, yeah, they so, are outside. He says, "You do apologize." They're like, "Okay, yeah, we should apologize." Or no, like they don't want to apologize to each other. Still. Yeah, well, the doctor torture comes Pops out. Pops up for the third time once and, again. Uh, Melanie is thrown to the ground helplessly as he single-mindedly tries to kill Slow. <laughs> yep, and Rooker gets stabbed and is able to tackle Doctor Torture off yep. a cliff, and he's dead. They're both dead. Or are they? Well, well Rooker's dead. <laughs> Rooker's definitely dead. Yeah, which he felt almost like a MacGuffin in this film. He was so tertiary and weird. It was like so trying to figure out the well, let's discuss the actual like mechanics of like uh, how and why anything happened and why he wasn't able to leave. Or it's weird, but like we'll get to that shit at the end of the movie. I mean, do we get figure out why he couldn't leave? No. Exactly. <laughs> I, 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 like, do they have to, the fantasies have to kill you or you have to, oh, fucking disguise that. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? We'll say this at the end. But, um, yeah, what the fuck happens now? Oh, they get, uh, the, with Dr. Torture off of a mountain and Rooker, uh, possibly dead. See, I mean, say Rourke and Rooker. It's very confusing to me. It's very, like, mumbling Sorry, now. For, like, for the crackling of water. It's fine, there. dude. I had, like, a whole episode of, uh, Action Tomb Bros where I had a fucking rattling <laughs> bottle of ice water. Um, we, it was, uh, what the fuck, where were you? Oh, yeah, they go, they get the map after Rooker's dead. Melanie's like, we gotta get his map. Well, how are we gonna get to a phone? Like, uh, what's the name? Like, we don't have any access to a normal phone because all the phones go to, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, but then they realize that they go down back to the torture chamber. Yeah, the torture chamber. Call the a, husband. Oh, we also see that um, she tries to apologize saying, I tried to help you. Melanie's like, I tried to save you. See, I recorded it on my phone. Me saying, this is fake. Me saying, oh, <laughs> this is not real. Me saying, oh my God, it is real. And then saving you. It's all recorded. And then she's like, oh, well. Uh, it was still dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super dumb. I would say, like I said, ironically, I enjoyed yes. that because it's not for the intended reason. But yeah. um, So they go back to the room yeah. and uh, uh, call the husband and she's like, hey, I'm going to be kidnapped. And he's like, why should I believe you? And she's like, I, you shouldn't. And she makes this really nice, heartfelt apology to both the husband yeah. and to Melody. You see, it's a Melody. double meaning. It's really yep. deep and nice. Yeah. And they apologizes, and it's like, oh, that's good, finally. Saying she hurt mean, people who don't deserve it. She's talking to both of them. Oh, it's yeah, so yeah. sweet. Um, and they say, fine. He says, fine, I'll call the number. It's, yeah. The husband relents, and it's fine. And then this is when uh, the elevator starts, starts going moving. off. But this is where now we have to go. Well, say, well, hold on, because they they arm themselves and then open the door. Opening in the doors is Patrick and Brooks. Yeah, Brax. 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 <laughs> yeah. And this is when they like they say, oh, what are you guys doing here? The island's crazy. Rooker's a monster. We we have the we're gonna get off the island and then they yeah. write it back up. And this is where we're cutting it. Uh, yeah. So they All go, together. They, they, go, they, they go. Well, I said, you know, I think let's go up and we'll go up to right before. 
Gwen comes in because Gwen explains shit. Oh, well, well, I'm about to say, yeah, well, like, uh, Gwen comes up when, they, when they're up on the main floor again. But, like, there's uh, Brax and uh, Patrick, God, I can fucking forget that character, Sloane <laughs> and Melanie get back on the elevator and ride up, and that's where we're going to cut it? Um, let's see, hold on. I don't think anything happens to them. Yes, yeah, so well, they go up and they confront Rourke, all four of them, and it's like, what's going on? Rourke, and all these confusing yeah, things. And then we get Gwen who comes in. But before we can do that, now yeah, we can let's back. rewind to the beginning of the island. She is the first one. She's like the second person to get their fantasy started. Yeah, because Gwen got the first. She wakes up and be in her uh, beautiful, fancy uh, beach bed. That's really nice. I would have loved to have a, either that a nice vacation like that. Oh my god! I'll no, say, no. like obviously, all the fantasy shit aside, like that was a nice ass place. Hell yeah, dude! It was a really, really nice building. It's gonna be another like, episode, fucking just as long as the last one. <laughs> it looks yeah. like we have this is the most this is the most lengthy one, I think. <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah, we have an out, so we're going to keep this up. Yeah. Gwen. We see that she goes to Rooker and say, he's... Rourke. Rourke fucking hell. And she wants a do-over. No, yeah, she's like, I want to, like, my I have a huge regret, and I want to fix it. And he says, oh, well, let me get, what's your relationship status? Single. Oh, what's, why is that? Tell me about your boy. Yeah, tell me about your past. And then it's like, well, I had a guy, and I left it because I was in a dark place. Who knows why? But she didn't marry him and she five years ago and she regrets it. And he says, through that door is your second chance. Go ahead. And then she goes through and it's a fancy restaurant. This oh. is a fancy restaurant. Oh, fa- <laughs> fancy. Fancy. <laughs> we got a reference for I got fingered in every episode. Uh, I'm we done see, with that. Yeah, we see the husband, or the husband, the husband. I guess, uh, do we want to make a little big thing about it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Freddy got fingered. No. Reference. <laughs> oh, God, I thought you meant about who the husband is. Oh, no, I meant that. <laughs> <laughs> who we know from Temptations. Oh, yes. Confessions of a Marriage Counselor. A which both Matt and I were very shocked at the twist, <laughs> and my wife called the twist in like five minutes. Yeah, she's like, "We're oh, very dumb." This, yeah, yeah, so we're both really both very dumb. Or uh, who were the intended audience? Yeah. Oh, this is thrilling. <laughs> what? Yeah. Crazy. But uh, this one, he's playing a nice boyfriend who's not a crazy weird cokehead or whatever the hell he was in that movie. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, he is having a really nice dinner for her, and she's like, "What are you talking about? He's an actor. This is crazy. I can't believe. Would you have to pay to come here? How did they bring you? You look so young." And he's like, what are you talking about? I was with you this morning. And we find out that this is five years in the past. And once again, she's like, uh, how are you doing this work? And he's just like, hey, your fantasy, it's your regret. Go live it out. Yep. Uh, they go back. And she he he once again proposes to her as he did back then. And she, she says accepts. yes. And then we got to the, uh, after a quick jump scare of uh, yes. a jump scare. Yes, she wakes up by a creepy hand, like grabbing her throat. Yep. And, and then she... wakes up, really wakes up. Which, yeah. by the way, Patrick had one of those, too, after he got shot and passed out. Oh, yeah. Like a he, he had a weird, weird, like, saw random burned body thing and then wakes up and he's... Oh, also who saw uh, J.D. and Brax also saw a burned up, burned up body. That's right, yeah. yeah only person didn't see one with Anyway. Let's <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Uh, yeah, that she she wakes up and she's with him and it's a very beautiful morning. Uh, she wakes up, she sees her stuff packed, and she sees that her phone has a new picture of her and him at a wedding. And he's like, oh, how'd you, how'd you work? How'd you do this? This is a cool Photoshop. He's like, oh, no, it really happened. And I'm just like, about? your daughter! Yeah, he like, now has. She looks over, she's like, she, for somehow, like, from a mile away, she sees that he's old. He's, like, five years older, she can tell. Yeah, also... Th- that was he, weird. He also, does it mean his voice went from, like, kind of like this... He went down to like this. Yeah, also they like, put some like they put some white in his hair like in uh, Last Dragon. <laughs> or not what the uh, uh, Show um, Enough? No, not Show Enough. What the heck was the movie with the the um, Miami Connection? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, no, yeah, the like we've seen. Yeah, but like uh, he um, he's like, oh hey, you're in. He's a daughter, and then this one um, Rourke tells her, 
I also lost my wife, and I came to this island, and I stay and wrote, fill other people's fantasies so that she can stay with me. Yes. And as we find out what the deal with the island is, that he has to stay here and do that. She be able to keep his wife alive, because yep. otherwise he, he loses her. Yeah. Forever. And this is when we see her playing on the beach with her very bad child actor daughter. <laughs> yeah. Which also, there's a weird creepy moment with her, right? Yeah. She's, she's like, like, you I, can't live here. Yeah, she's like, I'm building a sandcastle. Oh, cool. Can I live there? No, you know why. And it's like, weird. And it's and like, that never go- oh, actually, no, that does come back. How? That's, that's. I'll tell you when we get there. So yeah, so she, so she's, and she's like, I can't. Ha-. She goes over to Rourke, and she's like, I, I don't want this. This is, yeah, this I want is another my, one. This is not the fancy I, I thought I wanted. She's like, he can't, you this, can't get, yeah, you can't get a second one. Yeah, it's, it's like, the, she's like, oh, no, I didn't understand. This isn't what I wanted. He's like, well, I'm sorry you understand the island now, but you can't go back. Sorry. But then she's, then she's like, well, no, my, you asked if oh, I wanted to do Julian, it. Or Julia, Julia, and Julia, Julia, who's like coughing up blood the whole movie. And oh is, yeah. Still going behind, like a point of the uh, importance, going behind works back and helping the people in more ways than she should be. And she tells well, her... Well, it's really only Gwen. Yeah, only Gwen. She's the only one who interacts with her at any point. Which at one point I was like, is Julia, her daughter, in a different reality, grown up? Because they look vaguely similar. That was, also, yeah. uh, also uh, Julia, I know from Fast and the Furious 6, 7, 8. And also, she's the, the new hacker girl. Also, oh, that's her? Also, yeah. Also, oh, Miss Sandy from Game of Thrones is what I also know her from. But, oh, yeah. um, yeah, she's, um, she's like, helping her. She's like, oh, you know, the, the you, it's your same fantasy. It wasn't the one that you wanted, so they, you wanted to go back in this, isn't it? And so she goes, she bursts into Rourke's office again saying, that's not my fantasy. Six years ago, a year before she turned down the proposal, she accidentally started a fire in her apartment building and she wants to go back and fix it. Yes, she wants to save the the, the person who yep. she let she let die. Yeah. And, and she and works like, well, you can't do that. She's like, well, you asked me for a do-over. Yeah, and I didn't want a new husband. I wanted to do this. And she's like, all this right, This is why I through. was in a dark place and this is why the daughter is like, you know why you can't live with me because she's talking, she's basically talking about her guilt. To you think her. that's why? I think that's what it was. Uh, maybe, yeah. But why would the kid know is what I want to know. Yeah, this I is a fantasy. The, I thought she was saying that because she's saying that she's not real. Oh, I mean, there's that too. But. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> it's, not, it's literally barely just we're, we're speculating. Yeah. Also, we're going to run over. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, she goes in the building. She sees that it's her, her apartment's on fire. She runs upstairs and she sees... Brax and JD. Right now. Yeah, well, they're like, she's like, Brax and JD, what are you doing here? You're like, who are you, lady? Where there's a fire. Get out of here. And then she, she goes, goes up to a Nick's room. House, Nick's, so this guy, was it, she had Nick, right? Yeah, we also didn't mention that there was a picture of Melanie with some guy, but we'll, we'll yeah. explain later. Yeah, we had to hurry up. <laughs> uh, we see that, yeah, she's apartment directly above hers is also on fire because of her mistake. She tries to get in, the door handle's hot, she can't open it up. She runs back outside the building, sees a cop. It's Patrick. Oh, no. Oh, my God. She runs back inside because uh, Patrick is too cowardly and find out that this is Patrick's regret that he didn't save uh, somebody he mentions to Melanie. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's all tying together. Uh, we see that she still can't. She tries to break open the door. She cannot. She just manages to get in and she passes out from the smoke. Yep. This is when she is dragged out of the fantasy world by Julia, who tells her, did it win? She's like, um, it's not my fantasy because I was going to die and I couldn't fulfill my fantasy. What was going to happen? And this is when she runs uh, runs into the main room, finds everybody else who is there. Yes. Uh, and, and then, uh, this is where I got a bit, I want my, big, this is a bit confusing. This is the beginning of the twist. That's the first twist. It's like, this is in our fantasy, it's someone else's. That's right. It's Yeah, so she comes in and you find out that they're all there because Nick Taylor, who died, yep. the person trying to save, died because of all of them. Yep, JD and uh, Brax were his roommates who left him. 
Uh, Patrick is the cop who didn't help. Uh, mostly Maggie Q's character. Gwen didn't. Or Gwen started the fire. She left like a tea kettle on or something. She yeah. didn't started the whole fire, and that's yeah. why he died. And we find out Melanie uh, was she supposed just... to go on a date with him. Yeah, that's right. She's yeah, she's like, I, he asked me out. I didn't believe him. I canceled it, and he was supposed to be with me. Yep. And this is when like Rourke comes out and says, "Yeah, you're someone else's fantasy, and you're all going to die. All of these, everyone here works for me, and they all have to do exactly what I say." So the the island continues to give them their fantasies. And then, like, they all start kicking butt, and they, they <laughs> or Patrick specifically, just like to beating the crap out of all yeah, the Yeah, and they all run, and there's a plane overhead, too. And, like, yeah, oh, the yeah, plane. the plane oh, is oh, here. Uh, yeah. uh, Brax specifically says, oh, the plane, the plane, as he <laughs> runs out, which is Tattoo's catchphrase. Uh, he runs out, and the plane is rocket launched by Kim Coates, uh, yes. Devil Mask dude, Skull dude. They're around again, too. Yes, they're still coming around. It's a big combination. They run to the caves and say, yes, yes we have to destroy the, we're going to, we have the grenade from the earlier mission or fantasy, yeah. so we're going to to destroy the crystal and we're gonna save the island yeah to kill the kill the rock to kill the island that the island rock and it kills the island apparently. yeah 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 very so, lost <laughs> yeah um so they all get separated basically yeah they go into the caves near immediately uh gwen it's, sees her daughter J- uh, brax sees jd and um uh what's it sloan sloan sees herself which sloan is sees herself. never She's, really explained i think it's supposed to be she sees the bad parts of herself yeah like but the why bitchy side it doesn't make sense that the one thing she saw missed. that earlier when she was in the cage yeah it's also confusing it's super dumb yeah it's very um dumb. melanie does she see anyone melanie no she doesn't see anyone yeah she makes it to the I, oh no she well we don't see what happens to her she's they're oh, all split right. up because they all have weird visions uh, and then patrick sees his father yeah he wrestles and fights his well father. first he's, he gets dragged underwater by, 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 zombie, by hands. zombie hands which or the first they were sea snakes they turned into zombie hands and yes. then they came out of the water as his father and he yes. kills him <laughs> yeah he drowns him yeah uh, but, he, and yeah. then JD kind of freaks out uh, Brax. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Melanie is able. Is Sloan, sorry, Sloan is like uh, talks down her evil self. Yep. And then Doctor Torture comes and grabs her. Yeah, of course. And then um, uh, Gwen sees her daughter like bashing the head in of the, the father. The father, very the bizarre. Husband. Yeah. And this is when we find out that uh, what's uh, his name, Nick. Yeah, Nick's Nick burned. Nick friend, was like, you can't be happy. You don't deserve it. That's what my friend told me. And then you see Nick. Yeah, a burnt up Nick come out and say, "Ah, right, this is you. You left me. It's your fault. It's all of your fault." And he steps forward. You see, he gets young and normal and clean again. And it's the guy from all of Melanie's photos that we've seen earlier. And he says, uh, they, "Oh yeah, I didn't see. I didn't catch that." But also, I wrote the fire and burn ghost is Nick. Yeah. Well, also, we forgot earlier that um, Melanie posits that. Uh, another thing, she said she only went, didn't go on one date with him, but she says he was always talking about his mother. I bet Julia's his mother who's dying. Yes, I also wrote because I because was he a bit Hispanic looking? Is that me? Am I, looked, am I terrible? No, he, yeah, he was. He was looked very that actor was because I because I thought and I thought like well they vaguely look similar. I wrote and I, this is why I started writing in caps. Luis is a bad guy. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was his son or something, oh, no, and that's why no, he no. came to the island or something. No, yeah, oh, so he's not. That's funny. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, I like uh, when I first saw the movie. I saw the pictures of her with that guy, and I was like, "This I is missed, important." I must have missed those. They, it, showed, it was like two quick things. It was like when she first got in the island, she like pulled out a big framed picture of him and her. I'm oh. like, "Why the fuck does she have that?" I and then later that. on her phone, it's uh, her background is her and him. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, very subtle. Yeah. But um, so yes, yeah, yeah. everyone kind of ever. So Patrick kills his dad. He gets up. He sees Melody, and then she stabs him. Yeah, repeatedly in the stomach. Melody is the real bad guy. The yeah. fuck. This is when I said. My best, my favorite scene, because this is a straight up '90s scream like ass reveal of her just like shanking him all in the stomach. Guys, was ready to, do it. but yeah, uh, him like her shanking him repeatedly, and this is when we finally everyone joins back into the main crystal room and we reveal 
that she is the one who orchestrated all of this. They're all part of her fantasy because she wants them all dead. Yes, it is her fantasy. Yeah. And because she, yeah, the, she got mad because Nick got killed because of one date. One date. She <laughs> wanted to kill them all. Wanted to kill them yeah. because of one date. Yeah, I think we're supposed to establish that she is very not, she was never like mentally stable and she was always a crazy person. Oh my gosh. Despite so. Sloane's bullying, she was also crazy. Yes. Um... God, this is dumb. This, this is, is like where, yeah, this is like the twentieth twist at this point. It's very crazy. Okay, I'm gonna talk to this part because this is my bottom of the barrel moment. So, a bunch of stupid shit happens. She gets tricked. They get the, the grenade back. Work comes in. Is like, no, I'm, I'm not. I can't. This is her fantasy. I lose my wife otherwise. Yeah. Then Julie is able to convince him before she dies to help actually and give her up basically. Yeah. Um, and they're like. Wait, so this is all your fantasy, Melanie? So you're in control? Well, what happens if someone else drinks the water? Mel- so, uh, Sloane, you've never had yours. She drinks the water. It's like, oh, because he saw earlier her, what her fantasy was, was to be up with her husband, like yeah. trying to take her back. She's like, no, my fantasy is for you to be taken back by Nick. And all of a sudden, the fucking zombie burn corpse grabs Melody yeah. and drags her into the pool of water. And I'm, I literally wrote, well, first of all, also, Patrick is still alive. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I literally wrote, when this happened, where the fucking zombie goes literally burn like, dude. Like, like Jason at the end of uh, Friday, uh, uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yes, like, out of nowhere, just, I grabs her and drags her in the water. I wrote, fuck you, movie. <laughs> Oh, God. Very stupid, like, shorthand. Yeah. Ah! (laughs) It's passing out. It was a very quick, lazy, dumb shorthand for, like, a dumb ending. It was a very stupid, very stupid resolution. And all of the zombie uh, water ghosts disappear. Yes. And everyone's just like, oh, it's it's fine. Well, then then also, uh, well, the grenade gets dropped. It it comes out. They try to use it, and it, it comes out of the water, and the pin comes out, and Patrick jumps on it and dies, saving everybody similar to how his father died. Yeah. It was so weird and dumb. That the the thing with him was the dumbest thing. I think. See, no, I think the zombie ghost was the dumbest thing. That's my bottom bottom of the barrel of the moment. Barrel. Yeah, it was very very stupid and lame. Uh, but yeah, he jumps on the grenade and dies. And they're like, they this is when uh, Gwen wakes up in a bed and she's like, "What's going on? Hello? And like, where is everybody?" Uh, she meets Gwen and Sloane in the main Do we room. Need to rush, let's just rush to the end because it's dumb. It's so fucking dumb. This ending is dumb. Yeah. I fucking hated it. They're, They're all like, oh, where are you? Patrick's bro. dead. Just like my wife. You know, I got to stay here and though. And we see that he's from the 20s. We see that Rourke That's and right, his yeah. wife are from the 20s, presumably. That's right, but yeah. Not, not these 20s. I mean the 100 years ago 20s. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, they all get on a plane. They say, he says, oh, don't worry. You're going to forget the fantasy, but you'll remember the lesson. As they all get on the plane, JD, uh, Brax is like, man, I'm so sad. My, my brother's dead. I want him to get off the island because I want my fantasy to be that. And he's like, well, the only way for that to happen is for you to stay. And they're in the plane. Like, oh, and they start to take off. And it's like, oh, wait, Brax isn't here. And then JD looks back. He's like, I don't think he's coming. Yeah, leaves out the window. Bye. So he's yeah. a water zombie. <laughs> yeah, he's a water zombie masquerading as a real person. Also, can he apparently escape the island? That, that's how it works? Yeah, he's going to get off that island. That is water this zombie's going to be met with like his girlfriend, his parents, all like, what the fuck happened to your brother? We went to a deserted island, came back, and like your brother was gone. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I, and it was... I was... Oh, God. And then uh, then they show his tattoo that says yeah. Tattoo, which yeah. is dumb. Yeah, just to, just to shoehorn the reasoning for that character's uh. name being Tattoo. Oh, God. It was so dumb. All very lazy and stupid. The movie was very, very dumb. It was so uh, dumb. It was because it was those magic stuff and there was horror stuff. And there was... 
If this was yeah. a film that was a magic island oh, kills my, people, yeah, worst, that's okay. I yeah. like that one. If it's uh, Luis is trying to kill everybody to satisfy the island, and he's putting us together, yeah. that's also good. But there was a mixture of the two, and it was dumb. It was very, dumb, very dumb, stupid. dumb. I forgot my uh, bottom of the barrel was the JD on the plane, like being like, "I'm a water ghost, and I'm gonna go off and live a life." And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> stupid as that's hell. also dumb. Yeah, that's it was also dumb. all very, very stupid. Uh, yeah, this movie was very, very dumb. Uh, I saw it twice. I don't even know why I pushed for Ed to watch it just so I'd have to pay for tickets for him to go see it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was, so you paid for it three times. It was dumb as shit. <laughs> you had to watch it twice and pay for it three times. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you have any reviews? We're well, real quick, I'm going to talk about so what kind of... Uh, oh, general thoughts about it? Or? Well, I'll say what kind of garbage this would be on the side of the road. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, movie garbage, you got to lean into it. Yeah. Uh, so for, I wrote down, so this is this film is like a garbage-picked chair that looks really comfy. You, you, it's hard to get in your car. You take it home. The second you sit on it, you realize, oh, shit, this is super uncomfortable, and then it breaks. <laughs> nice. And it's like, there's a good setup. There's some good moments. It looks great on the outside. And then when you get into the meat of things, it's like, oh, it just crumbles yeah i was gonna say this is like uh if you are on a beautiful beach and you see a rapper from a candy bar that you haven't seen in like 20 years like whoa they stopped making those i can't believe it really and then you pick it up and there's like a smushed dog turd inside of the rapper <laughs> covered in ants that get all over your hand <laughs> like, why did i pick that up <laughs> what a twist <laughs> Oh, boy. So I got a few bad reviews here. I'll start with this one. These, I'm reading mine from Rotten Tomatoes because this movie's not on Amazon yet. Uh, of course, it's too It new. literally came out a week ago, <laughs> by the time of recording. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what a disappointment. This is definitely not for fans of the original Fantasy Island. It was, a, it was dark, and some pieces of it were just lazy storytelling. All of that along with several overtly predictable scenarios. It wasn't the worst thing ever, but it was definitely a disappointment. <laughs> I have uh, two reviews. I'll read my first one. Uh, Peter Travers from the Rolling Stone said, If crimes against cinema merited persecution, Blumhouse's Fantasy <laughs> Island would go directly to death row. <laughs> the only genuine blood-curdling scream incited by this stupefyingly dull time and money waster comes at the end when the notion dawns that the film is meant to spawn sequels. <laughs> Stop it now before it <laughs> before it kills again. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, yeah, you, I'm reading user reviews. Uh, Story yeah. wasn't clear and didn't make sense. Weird movie. Yeah, I have my last one from RogerEbert.com. Peter Sibovinowitz. Uh, I can't remember the last name. It says contains less raw terror in its entirety than Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> during any five minutes of its runtime. <laughs> Utterly boring. Uh, no sane person's fantasy of a half decent movie. <laughs> <laughs> Worst movie ever. Storylines. Story. I'm gonna read this as is. Worst movie ever. Space exclamation point. Space. <laughs> Storylines. Lines was not developed properly. It was just a total disaster. Two hours of my life I can never get back. Was it two hours? It was almost. Okay. <laughs> I have never left a good review of any movie in my life before. Wait. I've never left a review of any movie in my life before, whether it was good or bad, but felt compelled to leave one this time. <laughs> uh, let's find one more. Then I got one, one final wrap up there. Review. Let's see. Dead air, because, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> always good for podcasts. Exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, this I'm running. Uh, That's fine. We'll I'm take it. Um, here we go. Well, someone gave it a three stars. Wrote really, really bad ending. 
<laughs> we're three stars, apparently. Yeah, I'm about to search. I mean, to be fair, that ending was awful. And I would say, well, oh, oh, oh. Uh, one last review yeah, yeah, yeah. by Mr. Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> Not my fantasy item. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my god. Well, I'm listening. You, well, one last thought. Do you think it deserved the, uh, what, 10 out of 10, 10% it has around tomatoes? Oh, it deserved lower than that. <laughs> I don't know how 10% of the critics actually enjoyed this. It was. Like, uh, it had potential, but it just went, it didn't have enough. It was. It didn't stick a, stick a genre well yes. enough. Yeah. Like, the worst part of movies to me aren't good or bad. They're average. They're the, the safe things, the ones that aren't, don't. Push anything to be, push themselves in the good, but also don't pull themselves down to be bad. Yeah, they're forgettable, and that's what this movie became because it it, it wasn't oh, yeah. horror enough, it wasn't drama enough. It tried to have the best of both, and ended up having nothing. Yeah, it was very very shitty. Uh, well, that's us plugs Matthew Lewis podcasts, uh, Patreon and YouTube Matthew Lewis P Twitter. Uh, forgot Minotaur King Action Tune Bros. Check them all out. Yes, and uh, you can still read my, some of my old reviews at DarkStation.com. Uh, I am still on Twitter at both Movie Garbage, if you want to tweet for the show, uh, or tweet at me, at Ed Bobinchek, no spaces, and uh, Bobinchek is spelled B-O-B-I-N-C-H-E-C-K. All right. Uh, Well, since I announced the next movie last time, do you want to say what the next movie is? So, a movie I really wanted to talk about more, we watched it the one time, and I really want to watch this again. Um, and especially I don't hear as many people talking about it as I feel like I should. Uh, we're going to go back old school to one of the terror titans of like the worst films oh ever made. You see it coming. Oh, God. Troll 2. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. You didn't see that one coming, did you? Oh, apparently. my God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to talk about that thing. So I'll be coming here uh, next episode. Uh, until next time, just a big oof, oof. mug oof. Oh, boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Bye-bye. Nope.